It's Wednesday night. It's December 7th, 2022. Hard to believe we're in the last month of 2022, but here we are about to break down and review Dynamite, the go-home show for Final Battle. We took a week off last week because we were in attendance in Indianapolis at Dynamite. We all had a good time. We saw Dan on the pre-show. Dan. Dan. Dan Turbo, who uh, Turbo and his partner are following Kicking Out Podcast now on Twitter. Hey, thanks, guys. They were hellacious security guards. They were. They were. And if you watch this week's BTE, I do believe one of them was a stand-in for one of the Bucks. I have not watched BTE yet. I watched it, but I must not pay close enough attention. Imagine that. Mm. But yeah. if you all were put paying attention out there on Rampage, you saw our own Austin Shepard on, on TV on Rampage. Yeah. 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 He didn't realize he was on TV, which is why he's got that blank stare on his face. Oh, you're just having a good time. Just I having was, a good uh, time. I was watching the action in the ring, and then as I looked down, I realized there was a guy in front of me with <laughs> a obnoxious scissor knee. Uh, sign that had like built-in scissors or whatever, which you know it's pretty creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and the camera was three feet in front of him, and I was right behind him, and he sat down, and I'm just like, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I I do think I I know why the acclaim's number one sellers on uh, shopaw.com. I think we saw that in person last Wednesday. Yeah. A lot of a lot of pink yeah. in the crowd. Gets yeah. a little loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but a good time, good time had by all. And uh, shout out to my uh, favorite bartender in the cellars of that arena. That dude made a killer cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go back for a couple more. She, yeah, she, Shep's gonna be back next year just for that. So they were bad. Hey, Pepsi Arena or whatever it's called, Indiana Farmers, Indiana Farmers. Yeah. Yo, y'all are pretty proud of them cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty good. They were worth it. Yep, I'm sure AW will be returning for Dynamite uh, in uh, November of 2023 because November seems to be their month of choice. So. Tony yeah. made it when he when Tony came out. Well, he came out twice during that show when it was off air. Um, Three times. You just missed the first one. Oh, okay. He was a little jacked. No, Tony jacked. No. Yeah. No. And uh, I think he made a comment that they are returning next November. He he committed on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he oh. wants to keep it up every year. We will, uh, we will be there. We'll be there with cocktails in hand. We're going to that. Uh, we're going to the brewery section on the yes. side of the ring with the high top table, so we're not packed in like sardines. That was a little uncomfortable, and, and, yeah. I, and I'm a small dude, and that was that was tight. That was tight. Calm, I felt like. <laughs> I know that's what. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. Shep on one side of me and somebody else on the other side who uh, wasn't small either. So, yeah. so it was. Uh, it, sitting there like this going yay show (laughs) it was it was cool got to see some good talents got to see some legends got to see some good promos some good in-ring actions so you got to meet justin roberts well if you would have told me in 2022 (laughs) i would have watched a live professional wrestling show with jeff jarrett (laughs) um perform sting Um, and Jim Ross in the same building, I would have told you, you need to go, uh, not pass the drug test. Even Shivani. I mean, Shivani. Yeah. Yeah. If I would have, if I would have said Shivani would have had a better mullet in 2022 (laughs) than in 1988. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. But. Yeah. 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 I'm interested to see some people's bingo cards for 2022 when it comes to pro wrestling because mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's a lot of spaces on there that people didn't have. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah. I thought it was the uh, the way they did the the filming of uh, Dark uh, beforehand. We got the live show, and then uh, we got uh, Rampage after that. Uh, what a what a value that we got! I felt like as as uh, oh yeah consumers, you get your uh, money's worth. Yeah, yeah, and you know I've been in uh, I've been to a couple Monday Night Raws, Fort Wayne Coliseum, which I consider an intimate arena. Compared to most, uh, and even I saw Monday Night Raw and uh, Conseco Banker's Life, Cambridge, whatever the heck they call Gang it, Gangbridge, I think now. Yeah, yeah. Where the Pacers play. Um, there you go. And and the only reason I went because I had front row seats gifted to me. So the the having it at that type of arena, I think the majority of of dynamites are in those type of arenas. It is just a banger of a. Uh, bargain for for the fans yep yeah I mean, there was not you literally could see sit at the top of that arena on each side of the ring and not have a bad seat right yeah so yeah. hey and i would say the place was 85 percent full yeah mm-hmm. and yep. the only thing that was uh open was really behind us which we were across from the ramp mm-hmm those guys up there in the, the far, far up section was there was some open seats there, right. but that was about it. Yeah. So makes it look good on TV too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they I think they found a little niche in those type of arenas. Yep. Yeah. And obviously they're gonna draw some money and they are drawing money and keep it up and keep going. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The ratings weren't too good for Dynamite or Rampage last week, but I think they'll have a bounce back this week. Uh, I thought tonight's that show was pretty strong. Um, and they're building up for some really big shows, starting with Winter is Coming next week, which usually is always a banner of a show with some surprises along the way. But Dynamite kicked off tonight with the, Di- the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. I always have trouble saying that every year on this podcast. Um, a lot of good entrants in here. I mean, we had uh, Dustin Rhodes. He was one of the ones that got an entrance. We had Kip Sabian, Orange Cassidy, kind of uh, – building their feud there. We got the blade. We had, uh, the butcher. We had Dalton castle. We had Brian cage. So some ROH talent in there. Um, we had, uh, Jack Perry. We had Matt Hardy, Ethan page, keeping that storyline going. Lee Moriarty, uh, of course, Ricky Starks. And it came down to, uh, Ricky Starks and Ethan page and Ricky Starks ends up getting the win. So not only will he face MJF next week for the world title, but also for MJF's diamond ring. And, you know, as soon as Starks won this, I went, Oh man, I really hope they're not going to overshadow or just drop the fact that he's supposed to take on MJF for the title. So I'm glad that we're still going to get that. Cause that was my concern there for a minute is all right. Well, his title shot's gone. Right. No, they definitely didn't let that uh, fall to the wayside. But it kind of already tells us that MGF's not losing that diamond ring yet again. No. Mm, But they're not both on the line next week. Because 
commentary did make the comment that uh, the winner will get to pick a date and time when they oh. challenge for the Dynamite Diamond. I missed that, so that makes more sense. Okay. I like that then because then maybe Ricky can beat him down the line and he can which, win something. Right, which is why I think the promo was so focused on the championship. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. So MGF came out right after uh, Ricky Starks won the Battle Royal. Um, he says he thinks he knows why Brian Danielson didn't want to turn up tonight. It's because he's terrified of MJF. MGF says after what he did to Regal, he'd be scared too. He claims to be a bad man, which is why he'll be the four-time diamond ring holder and will keep his title, Triple B, as we saw him introduce last week. He knows that people like Ricky Starks um, – say that he's talented. However, the truth is that Starks is the absolute drizzling shits. Calls him a candy ass by claiming he stole everything from The Rock and that he's a dollar store Dwayne. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, he starts calling Ricky Starks the pebble. Uh, claims next week he'll put him in his pocket and drive to the nearest water and will skip his ass back to NWA to wrestle on YouTube where he belongs. <laughs> MJF doesn't that. care. Yeah, he was good tonight. He was on fire. Both these guys were on fire tonight on the mic. Yeah. MJF said he doesn't care that he that Ricky is absolute because he's a generational talent and his reign of terror has just begun. Ricky then uh shoulder barges him to get the microphone. Starks calls him a maxi pad and says he sh should he should have expanded a uh, fifth rate Roddy Piper wannabe to come out. As he says, the low-hanging fruit is running dry. He mocks MGF's tan, terrible haircut, and shirt and tells MGF to give him a break if he thinks he's better than him. Stark says everything about MGF screams cheap, and he has a responsibility as champion that he knows nothing about. Starks believes he gave people a reason to keep going, but when fans believed in MGF, he let them down as he did Regal. Yeah, he delivers on time every week. He has been here busting his ass and says MGF avoids pressure and responsibility as Starks turns up to meet greets while MGF blows it off. Good callback there to double or nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, Stark says H was, uh, or Stark says he was grinding when he lived in his car and he says next week he will shut him up. He busts his ass on YouTube and he doesn't need a name. Next week he will slap the mole off MGF's neck. He's going to take the responsibility off his plate next week, but as they stare down, MGF just kicks him with a low blow. MGF tries to use the ring, but he misses and eats a huge spear from Ricky Starks as Starks held up the title. I thought I thought this whole segment was white hot tonight. I thought, I mean, Ricky Starks is already becoming a star. I thought this took him to the next level, and MGF's just great every week. Speared him right out of his shoes. Yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. The best part was after the maxi pad chant, the camera zoomed in on Max, and he looked at them and said, "This better not stick." I thought that was great. Yeah, a little better than what we uh, heard chanted at him last week. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, the, the other part I like, or the other part I was worried about is as soon as he said that maxi pad thing, the crowd started and he had to stop his promo. Right. And I'm like, man, I hope that doesn't throw him off. And because he kind of repeated the the fifth rate Roddy Piper thing, like, I mean, two or three times. Mm -hmm. uh, but once he settled in, he was he was great. This yep. was this was one of the best Ricky Starks that I've seen and and I watched a little bit of actually I watched a little bit of his NWA stuff and he, mm -hmm. he was okay. Mm -hmm. Um and then I also love that Tony Khan gives these guys the freedom to drop the fence and 
whether or not Billy Corgan gets pissed that he got buried on Dynamite tonight, I don't care. Um, but I think people are going to go, hmm, that's right. NW has a YouTube show. Maybe I'll go click on it. I don't know. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all wrestling fans, so we, we yeah. want a little bit of everything. Yeah. So it's, you know, bad news is, or bad press is good press or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I just enjoy that part of AEW where we don't get that in other companies. Yeah, Tony's not dumb, and he knows um, AEW fans are pretty hardcore, pretty intelligent rest, pro wrestling fans, and he he knows they know their research and the background a lot of the wrestlers. So I think he lets them go for it. You know, say WWE, say Triple H, say, um, you know, uh, good old you know, Saint Nick, Nick Khan. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, what's his first name? Um, so yeah, I like that too, Shep. I, I really appreciate that. He doesn't doesn't make us feel dumb. So, yeah. And he, like you said, he he also lets his talents go and perform in other companies. Now they're not nationally televised companies for the most part, you know. Right, but a lot of the the companies you can find in some way, shape, or form on the internet, whether it be a pay per view, YouTube, um, maybe they've got their own website that you can go watch the stuff on. But it, it's out there and it's drawing attention, and that's something I like. Yeah. And all back to AEW at some form. So, hey, yep, he's getting exposure for free, and his talent's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Not a bad gig. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Now, yeah, he does take the risk of them getting injured, but hey, that happens no matter where you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, even like Matt Seidel shared a story not too long ago of he got injured on a different promotion outside AEW and. The uh, host of the interview was asking, you know, how did Tony respond to that? Was he mad? And he goes, no. When Tony found out that we didn't need surgery, he got up off the couch and hugged me. Yeah. He said he, he just cares about me more so than uh, me wrestling outside his company. So I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. So, and a lot of good stuff from Tony Khan today on the uh, pre-final battle media call, which will be up on our socials tomorrow. Um, they didn't send the audio out till tonight, but he uh, – had some really good heartfelt stuff tonight about his mom, some struggles his uh, families went through around the, the time of um, Grand Slam after All Out. So after the brawl out, his family was going through some stuff um, with his mom's uh, medical conditions. And then um, and it all tied into why he granted William Regal his release. So it was I, really, I, really good I stuff. I thought the way he handled the William Regal thing was um, – the most professional thing we've seen come out of professional wrestling in a long time, probably since, and I'm, I'm older than both of you, probably than, than we've witnessed because, you know, attitude era, yada, yada, yada. Um, the, first of all, the original initial reports were from easy three. He's an idiot. He is a yeah. lying idiot. piece of crap. And I don't know what happened with him. He fell off. He fell oh. off the bandwagon when he's bad. Whatever. But with those initial reports from him, and I'm like, man, you're just a little twerp. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what came out like I think end of last night and this morning, basically just said, hey, look, they sat down. William's got a son coming up that's right. signed with WWE. Mm-hmm. He's young. Um, he's he was in NXT Europe, I believe. Now he's over in the states. Yep, yep. Um, the the contract with William was short. 
six months probably i'm guessing right is about right right about right yeah if it ends at the end of december which i think it does yes um so probably six month contract and he just said hey look this is what i want to do and tony's like okay i can respect like tony's like i can respect what you want to do now william you're going to play ball and this is what i want you to do and william's like all right i'm a pro yeah i'm old school let's Mm -hmm. do it so, I mean, kudos on both ends. Right. Both yeah, absolutely. I'm guessing they did not burn bridges. No. So for some reason, in the next five, six years, if there's a is there's an opportunity to work together, hey, let's go make some money. Mm-hmm. And I think Tony's been good on that. I mean, we still don't know the exact reason and what exactly happened between he and Cody Rhodes. But whatever happened, they're both not talking about it. And I got to think maybe all bridges weren't burnt because I've heard Tony bring up Cody on different uh, media interviews and stuff. Yeah. So once again, maybe down the line, chance to make some money. The the only thing Tony wasn't, I think it was the uh, Ariel Hawani interview, which he was pushing on the whole punk young bucks backstage Mm -hmm. BS. But I'm pretty sure he brought up the Cody thing and, he, and Tony just kind of pushed it to the side. Maybe that was just towards Ariel. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So maybe someday we'll figure out what exactly happened there. But we will uh, on the uh, Roads to the Top book that comes out in like, you know, 15, 20 years. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Do you think we have books in? <laughs> e reads. All right. The, the, the Audible that'll come out in 50 it'll, years. It'll be like a dang hologram that comes up, and I don't know. Yeah. And, and it'll be Cody reading his story to you. <laughs> yeah. Cody's voice. Yeah. <laughs> we then saw John Moxley, the face of AW, who's celebrating a birthday today. Um, yes. Happy birthday. 37th. Yeah. He's backstage. As he said, he's uh, starting oh, to like whoa. Adam. <laughs> as he's starting to like Adam Page as he uh, fell off his horse and got back on and uh, then uh, did the talking with his fists Moxie says that this is AEW All Elite Wrestling not All Elite Talking he likes that and this week he, Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Castagnoli are going to bring that back and this weekend they're putting JS in the rear view mirror and if Page wants a piece he knows where to find him continuing the feud a little bit yeah, I like how Moxley brought up, you know, it's not the Blackpool Microphone Club. It's combat. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that we're we're getting the violence, and I will have some other comments on the Blackpool Combat Club coming up later on. Well, that's one thing. Dave Meltzer and Lance Storm, I disagreed with them big time this past week. Um, they were saying they didn't understand why – Moxley and Hangman were going at it last week. Didn't think there was enough story. The commentators, if you go back and watch Dynamite, explained it right there when Hangman was making his entrance. Mm-hmm. He explained to him last time these two fought, Moxley put him out of commission for a little while. It's like right there is all you need to know. Yeah. I was like, Dave, did you even watch the episode? No, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. First thing, I love that we will get an end to the BCC versus JF. Yes, I agree. It's time to, to get over that. Um, the, the promo from Mox, um, which I'm guessing we're going to get into the Regal one, but basically the promo just said, Hey, look, 
He's going to come home with gold. He's going to come home with gold. We're going to go do our thing. But you notice Mox did not acknowledge one person in the BCC. Mm-mm. No. That's still with the company. There's your hand. Yes. So. Yep. Well, technically, they're both still with the company. Just yeah. once only with the company for 24 more days. <laughs> True. Uh, so I, I don't know if. And I don't, I, I don't know. With with uh, maybe maybe Brian uh, Daniel's gonna take some time off and we won't see him for a month or so. But well, and I think I, it's not coincidence that MGF keeps bringing him up in promos. I think that's your main event for Revolutions, Danielson and MGF. Like that's the first big feud, pay per view feud for uh, MGF. As a, that's a, that's in March, correct? Yeah, yeah, early March. Okay, you. Listen, Tony, you got to start building at the end of, minimum into January. I, I think we're already starting to see that build with uh, I hope so. two weeks in a row shots at him. Yep. I mean. The, the reason being is, and if we can ever uh, harp on Tony, which we, we do sometimes, mm-hmm. it, it is the lack of story building to pay-per-views or bigger dynamites with bigger matches. It's the lack of storytelling that we need. Um, which I'll get into later once we get into the pay-per-view that you're a little fired up about. Yeah. No, you know, I I feel the same way you do, I'm sure, but you'll probably put it in better words than I can. Uh, we then got a uh, title match, Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship, which I saw some people on Twitter complaining about no build for this, but if you remember correctly, the TNT Championship was introduced as kind of an open challenge championship. Yeah. And, and Darby wants that back. He's done with... You know, he got payback on a Cole. His name Cole Carter. I <laughs> see. I can't Cole. Remember. Cole, Cole Carter. Carter. Can, yeah, he looks like he's twelve, and that's coming from somebody who looks yes. like he's twelve. Um, he got. I'll give you him. fourteen. Thank you. Uh, he got payback on him, so now he's moving on. You know, trying to get a, uh, a title back around his waist. This match was fun. Darby bumped his ass off, just like I thought he would. I mean, he always does, but he took some tonight. It's like. Dude, you're not be walking He's here dead. in five years. Um, and Joe, Joe lays it in, like always. Uh, towards the end of the match, uh, Darby was going for a coffin drop, but Joe countered straight into Queen the Clutch, and Darby passed out. So we knew Joe wasn't going to lose this, but it was still no. a fun match. And then after the match, Darby got up. He wanted more, but he got dropped with a headbutt. Uh, Joe grabbed the skateboard and delivered a mu- muscle buster right on the back of the skateboard. Joe locked in another submission, put Darby to sleep again, but Wardlow sprinted down. A little late there, Wardlow. Sprinted down to the ring and forced uh, Joe to back away. Yeah, the the fact that, um, I, I don't care how anybody wants to say this, Darby landed on the trucks of that board, oh, yeah, and did. those things hurt. Yeah. I've been hit in the leg with those, but I've never been dropped on one. So I can, I can only imagine like my back was like, yep, that yeah, he's dead. He's done. Lower back too. Yeah. Well, that, it's a that, miracle he got up. The first initial bump he took when he did the suicide off the through there, and Joe moved. He had way he too much speed and power. He was flying. Yeah. He, he landed half on that mat, half on the concrete floor. Yeah, of the arena, and I was just like, "Bro, that, you're you're less than two minutes into this match." And I, and I get it; that's his 
That's his gimmick, right? Yep, he doesn't care. Let's just let's be honest. That's his gimmick. That's his. But yeah, we're we're probably not going to see the dude in five, six years. Doc Sampson's probably so tired of going to check on him. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully, Doc a really nice Christmas. Yeah, but yeah, when he did that first one, man, he his left hip landed on the concrete. I'm like, dude, stop. He doesn't care. Darby only knows one gear, and that's why he's fun to watch. Cause, and yeah. that's full gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't give any Fs, that's for sure. <laughs> Backstage, we saw Orange Cassie tell Kip Sabian if he wants a shot at the all all Atlantic. I always want to call it all Pacific, all Atlantic title. All he's got to do is ask. Sabian says uh, he's waited. He's waited until he uh, or he said Orange waited until he got attacked by Dustin Rose, and now he's hurt. So Orange tells him to find somebody else who can challenge for him Friday. And Kip looked uh, intrigued by that. So does this mean I have a match Friday night? <laughs> really, Orange? Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea who. No idea who will go against them. So. I don't know. I was half tempted to look through Twitter and see if it's been leaked yet, but well, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, look, I'm gonna look at the spoilers in the morning. So yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, Tanner sent out an interesting email earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can relate this. We can relate this guy to Kip. Is it Miro on Friday? That was the first thing that went through my mind, but yeah. I'm like, man, I feel like it needs to be something bigger for him to return to. But it is a title shot. It is a title shot, but haven't we already had Orange and Miro at one point? Yeah, that was the whole mm-hmm. part of that feud with Kip. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah. but and that was disappointing to read today through Fightful Select that Miro hadn't been hurt or anything. There's just no creative for him. It's like okay, so you're getting talents like Scorpio Sky and Miro healthy, and you got nothing for these guys. It's like just make something for them. Well, you got to remember, you only got three hours and I'm throwing dark out of there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you only got three hours a week, and you got a pretty healthy roster. Yeah, that's true. And you have one guy writing creative. True. The guy that sleeps literally probably an hour and a half a day, <laughs> um, uh, because of all of his commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a good point. You know, we used to, I think I think before AEW probably let's go back to two thousand and. 15, 16, I don't know if, if you guys followed WWE then. Mm-hmm. they I felt like yeah. back then they were overran with talent because uh, their only competitor was Impact. Right. Um, Impact had some good talent, obviously, but say they had 10 guys, 10 performers, excuse my uh, French, <laughs> uh, they had maybe 10 performers, whether it's male or female, um, and then WWE had the rest. You know, we had no access to television access to New Japan unless you were with the Mark Cuban network, um, which I don't even know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you had no access to Japan. You had nothing else in the States. I mean, you basically had streaming stuff with independent stuff that Fight TV was probably, I think Fight TV was just getting into the wrestling business in this 16, 17, 18 range. So you had nobody had access to that. So I, I, we can all complain about it, and I'll get on Tony about it. Like, hey, look, you got some 
hellacious talents on the shelf, but you only have so much time. Sure. So I just want, I want Miro against Joe at some point. I want to see it one time really bad. We need it sooner than later. And I've always been a Joe fan. I like Joe and impact and TNA back in the day. Mm -hmm. Joe's showing some age. I think he's put on some size. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's the Joe of old. I agree. So if we're going to get it where Miro, I think Miro's younger than Joe, obviously, but he has less uh, uh, miles in the ring than Joe, so his body's better. Um, So we need it sooner than later, in my opinion. Yep. I agree. Hopefully hopefully Tony's listening, because I'm sure we're not the only ones that want to see that matchup. We think, oh, uh, so. And then one thing he's got over Joe, he never banged in a tank at WrestleMania. That's true. That's true. That's pretty legendary. If you're gonna if you're gonna lose your title to John Cena the next day, you might as well do it like that. Yeah. All right. Next. That was uh, that was before, perfect just for Paul's reaction. <laughs> yes. Before well, I was intrigued by this. Um, you were talking about in uh, March you're gonna miss a show. Mm-hmm. Or two weeks in a row. Yep. Yep. Um, Dynamite's going to Winnipeg in March, and we will have Tuesday night Dynamite on March fourteenth. Is that because of hockey? Um, I don't know, but uh, Jericho broke the news uh, during the Rampage taping. Oh, all right. Maybe because so, it's like. I, I keep coming across it on Twitter. Well, it's, TNT, it's either hockey or Tanner, you know this. I don't know. TBS right. doesn't have hockey. TBS doesn't have hockey, but do they have NBA? Mm-mm. They're baseball. Yeah, they're all on TNT. That's Mar- why March moved to TBS. In March, they're not going to have some primetime game on Wednesday night, are they? And March Madness wouldn't be started yet because TBS does carry, carry March Madness. Oh, oh, there you go. Unless they're going to carry some kind of conference. Is that the playing games? They have playing games on Wednesday. Got it. March March 14th seems early. That might be, though. That might be. Playing games. Yeah, it might be right around that time. We get booted for some 16 seeds at Dayton. (laughs) There you go. All right. All right. Well, we'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Jericho. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Ocho. Tuesday night's a bad night. It's bowling night. <laughs> Bell time, 6 p.m. Central. So it's 7 us. 7 us, yeah. I'll be back. I mean, I'll have a couple of coffee. I will say the good thing is TNT, TRGs, TBS doesn't get preempted like they used to on TNT all the time. So it's been a good switch yeah. for them. And it feels like they've been on TBS longer than this than just this year. So. Kudos to them on that fluid switch. We then got a, a tag match tonight. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Wheeler Yuda and Claudio Castanoli against the JAS's Jake Hager and Daniel Garcia. Hager, of course, comes out with his hat. He throws it at Claudio to start the match. Ends up getting uh, kicked into the crowd, though, as uh, JAS, uh, as he tacked uh, Wheeler Yuda. It is. He's trying his hardest to get that to be his gimmick. but The hat's more over than him. It is. There was not- a group of them in Indy. There was. I saw that. I did see that on BT. Um, but towards the end of the match, we saw uh, Sammy Guevara get involved uh, for the second time, but John Moxley attacked 
Sammy. However, the distraction worked long enough for Hager to connect an ankle lock. Garcia set up Yuta into the Dragon Tamer. At the same time, though, Claudio sent Hager to break up the other submission, following it with an uppercut for the win. So, going into final battle, your winning team was Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. And when's the last time we see Claudio won with an uppercut? It's been like, a while. One shot. Mm-hmm. A one shot uppercut. Yeah, it's been a while. That's more, more of a signature move than a finisher. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be quite honest with you guys, I was a little, obviously, I was texting, I was a little late. Uh, I think this match got played at like uh, 15% speed, yeah, this, 15 times speed, speed. So a little quick. I, um, I watched it, but not, it didn't have my full attention. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I just, I'm so, I'm so watered down by this feud. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, we saw Shivani hit the ring. Shows an interview he did with uh, William Regal a few weeks ago. Which Regal is- says, "Which, which I, I like this a lot. I liked how they did all this." Regal says, "People will only see this if something bad happens to him." He gave MGF what he wanted, but the saying is to be careful what you wish for, as now everyone will be chasing him. He realized the three main members of the BCC didn't need him, but they wouldn't let him go. They needed to do this to show them. They could make Yuta the best in the world. He says this was the teach the final thing he could always stay one step ahead and keep eyes in the back of your head. He says that has been emotional and he is Blackpool Combat Club for life. Yeah. Good way to write him off. Yeah, but I was okay with Regal going out as a heel. And this kind of just brought him back to being the good guy with the combat club. He's a gentleman villain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this allowed him to to be happy. You know, everybody cheers Regal now as he rides off into the sunset uh, to go hang out with his son. I'm not knocking him for that. Don't, don't think that's what I'm doing. Um, I think we should have just left it as it was. This was not taped two weeks ago. I, I hate to break that to everybody. So the first, you know, the first thing I looked at, I looked at Shivani's shirt and tie. And yes, I'm like, God, if if they have the same shirt and tie on, but they, it was different. Well, I would give them credit; it was different shirt and tie. The same but the movie. haircut had just been cut. That was the problem. It was it was the same blazer. You know, it had an AEW blazer, but that's the first thing when they came back from that interview. I'm like. If he's got the same shirt and tie on, I'm gonna lose my stuff. I did the same thing. Yep, little yep. details. Um, go ahead, Chip. I don't like the thing. Like, hey, I'm gonna record something in case something bad happens to me. I don't. I didn't like the start of that angle. I like the finish better than the start. I don't want to be too critical on it because I know you got to figure out a way to write him off TV. Um, and write him out of the program. But did, did they write him off the program saying I'm BCC for life? No. Obviously, Tony's smart enough. BCC's trademarked. He can't go over to NXT with his son and start BCC-2. So, okay. It, it plays both parties. Everybody wins, kind of. I guess everybody's happy. It's, it's, it was okay, but if you notice, 
the best part of this segment is as soon as they came back to Mox, <laughs> he damn near didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. He went right into the JS in this weekend. Yep. This yep. weekend it's over. So I, I like that part of it. Like Mox, like, what the hell is this? It's over. I'm going to do this this weekend. So mm-hmm. and we get Mox to Neshka this Friday night. That yes. would not be a stiff match. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, which Tony said today on the on the on the pre pre show media call that he's going to start ramping up Rampage with better matches because yeah, he was asked about the ratings struggling. He's so we're going to see more John Moxley's and those type of talents probably on Rampage. And and you know with this segment, um, and, and then we'll move on. <laughs> I I feel like we didn't need it because Regal doing what Regal did. I don't want an explanation. I don't care. It got those three guys, which, again, Regal just said the three of them. He said, you know, all but one member. Okay, you know, the three main guys. All right. But he never mentioned Brian by name. Um, it brought out an aggression in those three. Brian, yeah, he's still the same guy. Um but I feel like now acknowledging this is why I did it. Now they don't have that reason to be mad, to keep using that pure aggression to get what they need. It, it kind of squashed where they were going for me. No, I see you guys are bringing up good good points. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see what the future lies for this group. Do they add if. another member to repli- replace Regal? Do they each kind of go their separate ways? And it could always reunite down the road. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Although Cesaro was on a WWE truck today, so or this week, so apparently he's going back there, according to the internet. He was on a truck? Yeah. Uh, there was a video that came out from WWE and apparently they hadn't updated the trailer wrap because it still had Cesaro in the bottom left corner oh. of it. And you can see him, the guy standing right in front of him. That's pretty funny. I, I noticed and I just cause it's social media, the last two weeks uh, leading up to us going to Indianapolis, I thought the WWE social media had a ton of the shield and mm-hmm. And some some of it, I felt like it was just Ambrose and, and Roman. Or, I'm sorry, Ray, uh, Rollins, Rollins, and Roman. But the towards the end of it, there was a lot of Dean Ambrose on there, and they were not a subtle show. It that was just like that's not the typical WWE that we know. No, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because because Mox has a five year contract left because he just signed it. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean I don't I don't think I don't think you're ever Mox is never going to go back there. No, I should not say never. It's professional. Never say never. Yeah. Professional wrestling. Um, Mox loves his freedom, and I don't I don't. And if you listen to, you know, if you read Mox's book, if you listen mm-hmm. to his podcast. Money is really not an issue with him. No. He, he can care less about money. Now it's nice. He, he hey, money's nice, but the dude lives a non-extravagant lifestyle. Well, remember in Total Divas, he still lived in an apartment. 
Yeah, yeah. And he, in like his wife, especially in the book, his wife doesn't make fun of him, but basically says, look, she had to force him to go get a new truck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his truck he down was, was a piece of junk. Yeah. Um, and so he went and got a new truck. He he wears blue jeans and Under Armour combat shoes to the gym. That's what he works out in. He, he ain't gonna buy no gym clothes. Why would you buy gym clothes? Yep. Costs money. Yeah, exactly. You know, imagine how much money he's saving not buying Jack Daniels now. He was a big Jack Daniels guy if you watched any of his yeah. documentaries. Quite a bit. So money is it never will be about money with him, which I love. I Heck love that. And even I saw on social media, he and Renee were at the uh, Bengals game. They were like, I don't know, hyped up the crowd, whatever they do. He had a fanny pack on. And he had a fanny pack on, and he had his AEW sweatshirt that I guarantee he got for free from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does great. Like, he's just wearing his free stuff. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, he represents the company, and it yep. cost him zero dollars. Exactly. Exactly. So, we then got the lone women's match of the night, Jade Cargill and her baddies against Madison Rain, Kiara Hogan, and Sky Blue. I have to say, my favorite spot of this match because I thought it was pretty unique and something I hadn't really seen too much was Sky Blue did a dive through the ropes. She lands between yeah. the apron and the ring, and um, I think it was the Red Velvet then mm-hmm. pinned her up against the ring and started hitting her. So I was like, that's pretty creative. I like that. Yeah, um, we, we've seen guys do this from time to time, but you don't see the women do it very often. So when the women get the chance to do something you see men do a lot of, I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought this match was fine for what it was. We knew Jade and the baddies were going to win. We knew Jade was going to improve to 43-0. Still wondering who the heck's going to beat her eventually. But, um, no. I only have have one problem with this. She has lost in tag matches before. She did not take the pin, but she early on in her career, she was involved in those. So if we're going to improve her to 43 and 0 in a tag match, then she is not undefeated. I don't remember her losing, Paul. I mean, I, I believe she was you, in like one remember. or two matches early, early on in her career, like when she was still doing dark. So, because okay, I just, I just remember her first match was her and Shaq beating Cody in Red Velvet. I don't remember yeah. anything prior to that. So, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I I don't. I mean, no, I believe you, but I just don't recall it. I don't know. I don't know. Shep, do you remember if uh, Jade ever lost in a tag match? No. Her tag won. Yeah, that's the first match I remember her being in, but Paul yeah. thought she lost some on Dark. Well, I, I don't watch every dark, so I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I, I don't, man. How many I, dark? She couldn't have very many matches. I, on dark. I feel like I, I literally thought her first match was that one with her and Shaq against Cody and Red Velvet. Yeah, but I thought she did a couple after and, that, and, and she pinned Red Velvet because Shaq was in the ambulance, right? Yes. Yeah, which is we and then vanished. The ending, we got never got the ending of that. It's coming back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, against uh, who? <laughs> Cody's gone. Holy Captain, Captain Insano. No, Satnam singing. He puts him through a table and we never see Satnam singing again. You let Satnam know your feelings last week. So That's uh, stupid teal suit. That was a lot of teal, boys. That was a lot of teal. 
was lots here. Yeah. Uh, before this trios match happened, I skipped over two parts of tonight's show. We got a really good video package from the House of Black. Mm-hmm. Malachi says the company's dying and he's become sick by letting people corrupt it. Or the, it has become sick, not he. He thinks it's up to them to put the corruption down. Julie Hart says the crime is treason. Buddy Matthews adds that the verdict is war. Brody Keane then says they will tear the meat from the bones as the sentence is extermination. Malachi adds if anyone has an issue with what they've done next week, come one, come all. I like this repackaged House of Black. I'm really digging this stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I, think, I think it's bad timing, though. Reason being, you're bringing back as a trio. Okay, mm-hmm. your 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 two trios right now are in a seven best of seven mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have any of them. You don't have them to interact with anybody. If you bring them back, and you're going to go have them go against the best friends and Rocky Romero, which those guys have been pummeled enough. <laughs> yeah, they have. Um, I mean, you could maybe have them come back against. Your ROH guy, Dalton Castle and the boys. Um, but Tony came out and said, hey, look, I've tried to keep ROH talent off of AEW because of yep. criticism I've received. Yep. <sighs> Again, I like I like all three of these guys. I know. And they all can work their tails off. And I think they'd be good, but there's just nothing for them right now. Yeah, Brody King was on the sessions with uh, Renee Paquette this week and really good interview. I'd encourage you to listen to it if you haven't already. He kind of hinted that they're going to be going after the trio's titles, which then kind of flipped my prediction on the best of seven. You know, the whole time I'm thinking the Elite's going to win. But if the Elite wins, you're not going to take the titles right off of them, I wouldn't think. But if Death, Death Triangle wins that, they've had that feud with House of Black. House of Black takes it off those guys. But if you notice little things like this, uh-huh. They beat the living tar out of color last week in Indy. Yes, they did. And they were on BTE. They showed it. They showed yes. it on BTE because that spot did not make Rampage when they beat him up. So. No. Okay. So, yep. I don't know. And, and again, we're just we're guessing. But. Yep. Well, he uh, Malachi did say something along the lines of, you know, uh, you are aligned with people who yeah. are the problem. And this company has a problem, and they're part of that problem. It's nothing personal. Tap, 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 walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malachi's good. He's real good. Yeah. I'm glad Tony was able to work something out and keep him around. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We then saw uh, Jamie Hayter. This was also before the trios match. I forgot to mention this. Um, She had a sit-down with Tony Schiavone. Uh, Shivani asked Hater her thoughts on her, the women's division. She said it's interesting, but she's on top of the totem pole. She will do her duty to be the reigning defending champion, and she will be giving out a title shot to the winner this Friday of this Friday's match. She's a fighting champion, and good one at that. So that's between Sheeta and the bunny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting segment. Tony still yep. had the same hair he did two weeks ago, so. Yep. <laughs> Uh, then right before the main event, we saw uh, Soraya showing with Tony again, and uh, Tony a lot, lot of TV same hair. Uh, but Britt, Britt Baker comes in and cuts her off. Says uh, that win will never happen again. She says Soraya has had things handed to her, and she hands her tickets for the July 11th show as a challenge, which Soraya agrees to. Britt's going to be teaming up with Jamie Hader, and she tells Soraya to find a partner. Any guesses? Yeah, January 11th. What did I say? July. 
January. Start with a J. <laughs> what do you got, Shep? Let's see if you agree with the internet. Mercedes. He filed a trademark for their own name this week. I did see that. Yeah. AKA Sasha Banks. She's coming in yeah. with Bow Wow. Let's be honest. Oh God, I hope not. Don't. I hope that better not be the way they debut. I quit. I quit. You will never see me again if that happens. Here's what's happened. Here's what's gonna happen. She's gonna come in. She'll do something with Bow Wow, or Jade will attack Bow Wow. She'll come run out, save Bow Wow, and she'll beat Jade for the TBS title. That that. 11th show in California is a big show for them because yes. they're mm-hmm. predominantly in the Midwest and East Coast. Mm-hmm. It's a big show for them because that's where the box is from. It's in the forum. And and it's the forum. They don't predominantly do well out there. So right now, I think that's your – I know the dirt sheet says if she comes back, she's coming back to WWE. But – She's close with Soraya. That whole group is close. Yeah. The old that was the original Divas group on A and E or E, whatever damn channel that was. I don't know what it is. E. Yeah. A and E E. All the E. <laughs> um but All Elite. What? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can see that happening. And and it could work. Yeah. So I, I'd be all for it. She would and by the way, I think you, level. you guys haven't brought this up. Who was with Jade Cargill at a basketball game this week? Um, it was uh, Naomi. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Naomi. It was Fat- Mrs. Fatu. Yeah, I, I don't remember her actual name. So, yeah. Yeah, she's another one that hasn't been talked about in a while. So Her and Jade were front row, tons of camera time at an Atlanta Hawks game, maybe. Is that, that right? Sounds, sounds right. It was the line of Hawks game. That's one thing about Jade and Tony Khan talked about Jade recently is she wherever she goes, she gets attention. It doesn't matter if it's pro wrestling fans or not. She turns heads. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, look, if a six foot five woman walked in the room looking like that, yeah, your head's gonna turn. She's not six five. I know, but she's taller than all the oh, other she, women. So. She's built. She, I mean, she's chiseled. she's taller than Nyla for crying out loud. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You had to so. bring her up. I could have said Nate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Main Jeez. event time. Well, that's something I would. <laughs> Paul's hey, been listening. Do we have a main event tonight? <laughs> yeah, we do. And Paul, let's get to got, it. I blame you, Ship, for having Paul listen to Cornette last week. So now Paul's probably listening to Cornette every day. No. So here we are. Uh, main event time. This match was awesome. <laughs> it was. <laughs> The Acclaim were defending their world AW World Tag Team Champions Championships against FTR. This ended up being a clean match. It surprised me. I didn't think it was going to be a clean finish. I thought we were going to get some interference from the Kingdom or the Ass Boys, but no, it was a clean match. It was a fun back and forth. The crowd loved it. The crowd was for both teams. Didn't really care who went, won, it seemed like. In the end, though, Cash Wheeler, who was awesome tonight, I thought – and, and, and I like both guys, but I usually think Dax is better than Cash. Tonight, I thought it was the opposite. I thought Cash was a little yeah. better than Dax tonight. Yep, I'm going there, Shep. You've been drinking. Yep, well, yeah, this water's hitting real hard. But uh, <laughs> What's in the water? That is clear. So, uh, But in the end, Cash got a little too over. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. 
Sorry. I'm over here trying not to show this. You know, I'm like product placement. Do we need to blur this out? Chef's just like, hey, look what I got. Hey, hey, Kettle One sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, Kettle One merch and all that. Kettle One, Arby's, Kroger. I mean, we're no haters here. I don't care any of them. Uh, good purified drinking water over here. Cash got a little ahead of himself, and he got caught up in, in a roll-up uh, by uh, by Caster, and Caster got the win. After the match, though, the two teams showed respect, hugged it out, doing the scissoring. But then the, the ass boys were shown backstage. They said they got FTR some presents and pulled out a card signed in blood from the Briscoes that says Saturday Final Battle, along with some dog collars. So FTR is challenged to a double dog collar match for ROH Tag Team Titles. The third match we'll see between these two teams this year. What well, First off, thoughts on the main event? The main event was good. Yeah. Um, and how professional is FTR? And I know I'm an FTR mark, and you guys can make, you know, I love me some Dak. But they go into a match be holding three belts from three out of the top five companies in the world. And they go out and put on a match and, and, and agree, have no problem to lose clean because that's what's, that's what's good for business. And that's what's good for AEW. It's what's good for the acclaim. They recognize how over the acclaim are. Oh Yeah. And they recognize they're true professional wrestlers. I know we always joke about sports entertainment with the JS, but these guys are true professional wrestlers. They realize it, and they know what's right. They know it's not going to hurt. The way they lost, I don't think, hurts them at all. No. And they still put them over clean. They, They did the best they could do tonight, and it worked out perfect. Now. Okay, we'll we'll get into that later. But yes, main event was great. They couldn't have done any better than what they did. Yep. Yeah. I was afraid we were going to see this uh, earlier on in the show, so I'm glad that it was the main event. I thought we were going to see the Blackpool Combat Club in the main event, and I'm glad we got the tag this tag match in the main event instead because. You couldn't have done any better for a main event. Anything that would have followed that match would have just sucked. Well, it, they gave about what almost thirty minutes, right? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay. Yep. It just seemed like time. thirty minutes because it was so good. It was really good. Um, two hot teams, two teams the crowd loves. Um, a homegrown AW talent. Uh, another tag team that came over from WWE, but it was it was awesome. And like Shep said, FTR agreed to do the job cleanly um yeah it was good and then the stuff afterwards i wasn't expecting that i thought we'd see the ass boys but i thought they were gonna challenge for the roh titles i did not think we were gonna get briscoe's ftr3 and i didn't think we we're gonna get a double dog color match yeah and, and of course i like how you know the ass boys get on there and they're like oh bet everybody thought we were gonna come down and get involved in this match and i'm like all right they pay attention to the internet we all talked about it earlier today. Yeah. Uh, well, that's my point. I mean, yeah. I saw it all over the place that the yeah. ass boys were going to cost FTR. 
So they pay attention to us, Paul. Yep. Yeah. 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 The ass boys are messages. KOP fans. Yeah, boo them. Here, 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 here's my gripe. I'll go on my rant and I'll be done. All right. Let's do it. I kind of told you guys I want an FTR Briscoes 3. Okay. Mm-hmm. Getting it. But, but I wanted Briscoes to cost FTR the match tonight. That means they would have had it been on live television with Warner Brothers and all their BS. So instead, we get to two guys that are pretty good heels, okay? But they're annoying heels. They just piss you off. Mm-hmm. And they announce a match for two teams that these guys couldn't hold their jocks to. And all of a sudden, they're involved. It's just so... It, it's so bad. And, and and give me more than three days, right? Two days, yeah. three days. Get, okay, so I'm hoping tomorrow FT, or, uh, Briscoe's come out with one of their YouTube videos uh, or Twitter videos or whatever. But if you're going to have a double dog collar match for the straps, give me more than two flipping days of buildup. Come on. This is... This is this is stupid. I, I think Tony's backed into a corner here because I think he's been, if if I understand what he said correctly, he's been trying to get approval to get the Briscoes on TV. I, I know, and he's got them signed to an ROH contract. But I'm thinking, okay, because Tony said we're going to find out more after Final Battle on Saturday about the future of ROH. He's got to back off ROH talent being shown on AEW television. So that tells me he's got something in the works, or if not done, which is great for the ROH brand, but okay, say they are going to be on the cable network. You have to have the Briscoes on TV. You can't just have them on pay-per-views only. You They're have to have them on TV. Kind of full-time deals. Yeah. You got to use them more than just on, on pay-per-views. And, and mm-hmm. I would say they're one of the top five tag teams in, in the in world, company in the world right now. In the world. Yep. Okay. They're up there with FTR. They're up there with the Usos. Well, and the reason we don't even think about, about, about them, because I think those are the top two, the ones you just named. But the reason I don't even put the Briscoes up there is because we don't see them enough because they can't be on TV. Right. The last time they, the last time they appeared, they they wrestled um, the freaking Midnight Express. Right. right. Or, I'm sorry, Rock and Roll. Rocker, Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it was a great indie show, and it was on Fight TV and, and whatever. But we've also seen them fight the rock and roll express uh, for the Crockett cup back in NWA a couple years right, ago. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean these, just, uh, just, and, and I did notice, I went and checked out uh pro wrestling tees tonight because they got a store just for ROH on there. They have a dim boys t-shirt on there. It's brand new. So you're making merch. You're, you're making merch. You're, you're giving them big matches. And, and get, Okay. Let me let me give let me give Tony a little credit, which sometimes I don't do. You knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's a way for the last two weeks on Dynamite slash Rampage, we could have had some influences from the Briscoes to build up this match. Right. You mm-hmm. can, you could have made the Ass Boys, Dim Boys is bitch. 
could have them out there in the chicken coops. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we don't we don't see we don't see the Briscoes on Warner Television. But we see the chicken coops. We all know what the Den, Den boys do when yep. they're not wrestling. They're in the chicken coops. You could ha- you could even have one of them. The ass boys eating some snacks during <laughs> the promo, just like Mark. Yeah, you 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 could have tied this in, man. Yep. And and yep. I know we're we're just a bunch of marks that that talk about it. I we don't know, you know, whatever. But it's like, man, if we can think about it, I know. Tony Khan, you're the brain here, man. Mm-hmm. You could have tied this in, and I, I'm, and it's a weird start time. I think 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, it Ooh. is. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching that later. To be honest, and, and you notice Taz put it over at 4 p.m. Going, hey man, there's no college football. That's you know, we, we we have Army Navy. Yep. Um, at noon or one o'clock or whatever, but we have we have no college football. So like they're putting over this four o'clock start time, and it's just like the main event's gonna be seven probably then, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. We got six matches. In. We can't. We got, we got seven matches right now, but I bet they add some on Friday. Seven? I only have six. No, we got seven. What did I miss? You missed the trios, didn't you? No. No. Well, what do you what, read off what you got to me real quick, and then we'll we'll. Anyway, sorry, I, I went on a rant. There's my rant for the day. Oh, you're you're fine. Get into your picks. I'll give you my picks as we go down. Yeah, well, I I have an idea. Um, uh, let me go through what I have real quick to see what I'm missing. Yeah. Um, I've got the trios. Yep. Uh, ROH title match. Yep. Um, Garcia Yuta. Yep. Women's title match. Yep. Joe Juice Robinson. Yep. Swerving our glory. Oh, I. Missed the tag match. That's what I missed. I know what I missed now. Yeah. I wrote the card down earlier today. Forgot to add the tag. Yeah. There, you there go. we go. All right. Yeah. Seven. So, so if five. they don't add any more, it would be over by 6 30, 7 o'clock. But we're only predicting seven matches. So for, yeah. our, for the KOP predictions title. But before we do that, I want your guys' show rating and wrestler of the night. Well, I have uh, one thing, how they could have gotten the Briscoes involved without more than just, you know, a, a, a card. Mm-hmm. Have them have FTR be attacked post-match, dressed in all black, got masks on, walk up the top of the ramp, keep the camera behind them, have them take the masks off and walk off. You're only going to get the back shot of their heads, but anybody who knows the Briscoes is going to go. One's got dreads, one's bald. Yeah, you're going to go, that's the Briscoes. There you go. And then you have the ass boys come on and go, oh, by the way, them boys just challenge you to a match. That had been pretty good, too. Paul, that's not a bad idea. I give you a lot of shit a lot of times. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Hey, Uh-oh. look, I, I love booking, okay? I love storytelling. I, if I could start my own promotion, I would. I hope your storytelling's wrong in your predictions. That's all I got to say. Uh, me too. Not. I hope it's spot on. Um, but show rating of the night, Paul, lead us off since you just had a good. <sighs> all right. I'm, I'm probably going to be a little higher than you guys, and I'm okay with that. I'm going 7-9 for my show rating tonight. Okay. No, I saw a lot of people on Twitter really thought it was a good show. So It was a good show. I enjoyed um a lot of different segments there. 
the the pre-tape thing, like I said, the Jamie Hader segment didn't really do too much for me because she said the same thing every single women's champion has said. Yeah. But otherwise, it was a pretty solid show. I did read where Thunder Rosa is starting to rehab, so she's now, returning soon. Thunder Rosa is starting to rehab by coming on uh, Patreon and OnlyFans <laughs> by the end of the month. Hey, I didn't say what kind of rehab. I just yeah, said that just, I saw she's starting to whatever, rehab. Whatever. Sorry, that was mean of me. I shouldn't. I don't care. I don't. I don't know. All right, <laughs> Chef. What's your What's your show rating tonight? Uh, I'm like six eight. Six eight. Six eight. Um, main event was spectacular. Uh, Samoa Joe Darby was better than I thought it would be. The opening match of the uh, over the top battle royal was kind of what I expected. I thought we could have a little bit more excitement there. Um, kind of was pulling for uh, Ethan Page in that one. Yeah, yeah that would have been interesting. Yeah. Speaking of him, did you guys see Matt Hardy starting to turn broken a little bit again? Yeah, mm-hmm. been teasing that for a while. Yeah. They, uh, they, uh, all Elite Wrestling posted something on Twitter about them, and it said that it's going to cost Matt Hardy dearly. So I don't know what. I didn't watch the video because I was, you know, here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, decent show. I could pick and choose. I could do well, do away with the. JS and I could darn near do away with that promo. My favorite parts were the promo after the Royal with MJF and Starks. And then the main event were my two standout parts of the show that kept me engaged. And, but I would think most people would say those two are their two favorite segments of the show, but I'll go seven, three. So a little higher than Shep and not as high as Paul. So, most most of the same reasons you guys had. All right, wrestler of the night. Uh, Paul's working on his predictions, so Shep lead us off. I think I know who you're going with, but I mean, who else am I going to go with? Little Dax Harwood. Little Dax Harwood. I know you guys were big on cash tonight, but Dax brought it. Oh, he always does. I just I you thought cash was really good tonight. You know what? Take take out Daniel Bryanson. Um, and I know Daniel he's like, what's his name? Yeah. Ryan Daniels. Ryan Daniels. <laughs> you, know, you know, take take him out. You, you take some of those guys. I mean, who else has had a better 2022 than him? He's you know? up there. Jericho. I'm still on the Jericho horse mocks. But those but guys, those guys are main event guys. They're supposed those to be guys there. have got more television time. Yes, and and it's not no. Not necessarily entering, it's they get the mic time that we love because those guys can talk and they're we're entertained by them. Yeah, that doesn't get any mic time. Right. Well, yeah, he really doesn't. No, he's not going to get a two three minute promo that those guys get. So, my boy, little little Blanco tonight. All right, cheers, cheers, Paul, Ricky Starks. Mm. And not for the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, for his promo. Uh, probably the best promo we've heard from Ricky Starks. You know, yeah, he kind of stumbled a little bit there in the beginning, but uh, he's not used to a crowd responding the way they do because the last few times he's got promos, 
the crowds have been dead or it's been pre-taped. So I thought it was a really good promo. I enjoyed the stabs at MJF. I thought they were well-placed. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to the match next week now. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, I like both your guys' picks. Um, I was thinking about Cash, but since he took one half FTR, I don't want to get that close to agreeing with him. So I'll take Max Caster just because he got the uh, roll-up win in the main event. So. He was a guy that scored a pinfall. Yeah, I, I actually I thought I thought Max was really good in this match. Yeah, he was. He um, was. Bowen Bowen's good. Don't be wrong. Not taking anything away from him, but I thought Max Max had some good 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 spots and yeah, he Nor- was really really good. Normally, I think Bowen's and, and 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 Dax are the two that are I don't know. Better in my eyes than the other two. Your foundation. And I thought tonight it was flipped. I thought Max and um, Cash had the better nights. So yeah, good all in all. So anytime Dax is on a show, it's gonna be good. That's Chef's pick. All right. And I I only drink when he's wrestling tonight. (laughs) Which, if you look in 2022, he's only been on freaking eight or nine shows. Right, mm-hmm. which, which Tony had, Tony addressed that today. Tony yeah. addressed that today because he so, was asked why FTR is not on TV more, and he said the punk injury and a couple other things that weren't FTR's fault, the reason that they're not on TV. But he did he, he talked about big time. Said they're they've been great with him, like going through like his mom's going through the medical struggles and everything. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, listening to this tonight or tomorrow yeah i'll get it up tomorrow they sent up the audio too late i'm not staying up to put it up tonight but i'll get it up tomorrow all right final battle predictions let's see if i can retain the kop's prediction the kop predictions title going into 2023 or will paul take it off me um this is gonna be an interesting one this is an interesting set of seven matches um let's start off with uh, the trios championships Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Gates of Agni and Brian Cage. All right. So I'll be the first to admit I am uh, flying dark through 90% of my predictions because I do not know a whole lot of uh, newer ROH stuff. Um, I went with uh, Dalton Castle and the boys for three points. All right. Yep. I mean, I know you don't have to put points. You can if you want, but. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went uh, Gates of Agni for three. Well, I went Gates of Agni and Brian Cage for seven. Wow, you like it? I think yes, I do, and I think they're getting. A, I think they're. He's building them for a big push. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Uh, Different aisle of the gate here. I like it. Let's keep it with yeah. tag teams. Swerving our glory versus the Shane Taylor Productions. Uh, I went with the Shane Taylor Productions for four. I see this is, it would make no sense to have Swerve in Our Glory start falling apart on AEW, then bring them to ROH and have them win. Uh, I don't see them burying two really good stars, so I went with Swerve in Our Glory for one. All right. I agreed with Paul for his reasoning. I went with I went with Shane Taylor Productions for two. So, mm, 
Okay. And Paul, can you tell me how many points you put on Dalton Castle and the boys again? Three. I went three for the trios. <laughs> All right, I, I, I wrote down who you had, but I forgot to write down the points. So. All right, let's go. Women's title. Mercedes Martinez against Athena. All right, I have reasoning, so you got to bear with me. I went with Athena. <laughs> now, she deserves a belt. Don't get me wrong. But I think this is the right time. The attitude that they've uh, brought in they've let her get a little meaner a little darker um i think that's the athena that needs to win this title if you would have br brought the athena that was here when she came into AEW, i would have gone with mercedes hands down but this athena can win it and i went with six oh yep uh Martinez for one. Wow. I was not expecting that from you, Shep. I figured you were all Athena. I was until Tony kept saying he's not going to promote AEW talent. And I feel like Athena is one of the top. I know they haven't pushed her, but athletically, in-ring performers, there's not a lot of girls that can do what she does, so... I feel like Tony's got to keep her for Rampage and Dynamite than ROH. So that, that was the only reason that made me switch to that was his comment was, I'm not pushing ROH talent because I'm getting too much criticism. So This was a tricky one, and, and, and points you both brought up, Paul, in that Athena's character change kind of seems like the timing could be right there. But also, Mercedes is just coming off of injury. I mean, most of her title run, she's been injured, so would they really take it off of her? But I'm going Athena for five. I, I I like the character change, but I think Shep made a good point too. So now I'm kind of second guessing myself, but stick with my gut. Does this darn belt always come down to the women's match? Um, yeah. Okay. But we're pretty close. So I mean, if it comes down to one point, okay. I mean, if Dalton Castle and the boys take home the victory, I I'm just gonna say, give me my belt. We're not done with picks yet, so don't get just give me my belt. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson for the uh, TV title. All right, I went Samoa Joe for seven. Samoa Joe for seven. I went with Joe for six, so we're all right, right around there. Maybe Wardlow interferes in costume though. Uh maybe. Uh, not on an ROH. Ju Juice is signed. Juice is signed. So. Juice is signed to AEW, not ROH. Yeah. Well, we've we've never got an ROH graphic, so we don't know who's. It's a good point. I mean, I mean they could, you know. All right, uh, Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia for the hundredth and last time for the Pure Championship. I went Yuta for two points. I uh, I mean I. If if Moxley's promo rings true, it's time for the change. But at the same time, Moxley cut a promo that said they're going to win. My brain <laughs> went old school and went, I don't know, maybe I should go with Garcia. So that's why the, the points are so low. I went Garcia with six. He's my, he's my next best one. I went with Danny Garcia for four. All so, right. It was a tough one, though. Tough one to put points I'm either going to win this by a landslide or I'm going to lose it terribly. 
You say that every time we do predictions. And I lose it terribly. <laughs> or I win by a landslide. You know, the worst thing that happened to you, Paul, was you got a perfect card at Revolution back yeah. in February. Ever since then, the belt's been coming off you. So. Well, because I've gone against my gut feeling. And so yeah. I did not do this. I just no. I looked at the card and said, that's who's going to win. And that's what I went with, because that's what I did last year or here's, earlier this year. Here's a tough one. We didn't get a lot of time to think about it. FTR, Briscoe's, RH Tag Team titles, double dog collar match. FTR five. I think we're still building them to have all the belts at once. Man, I don't know. If if they announce their own streaming deal or television deal and separate themselves from AEW, you're gonna have to have the tag titles. So I went Briscoe's. I got two left. Tanner, right? Yeah, you got two matches left. I get no. I got number two. My two points, though, right? I got two down. Yes, you do. Yep. Yeah, I got Briscoe's for two points. He wrote the winners and forgot to write the points, so he's kind of doing this on the yeah, fly. Well, my yeah, yeah. You're right. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I got I've the Briscoe's. I got the Briscoes for one. Okay. And the, mm-hmm. my reasoning is. I think, you know, AEW is a smart fan base. ROH fans are smart. There's been a lot out there about Tony not being able to have the Briscoes on television. It tells me something's been done and in the works, and that's it's going to be the swerve here, and Briscoes win because FTRs went over both times, right, in their, in their matches this year? Yes. Because the last one was two out of three falls. They Correct. won two out of three, and then they won back in April. So yeah. are they really going to have the Briscoes lose three times in one year? Not, FTR's contracts are up in April. Not not if they're not if they're committed to having a, a separated ROH show. Because if FTR's contracts are up in April and they're not going to resign, this might be a good time to get the ROH titles off of them. They might lose the Triple A titles, or they'll lose the New Japan titles at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know about Triple A. Don't really care about them. And then they don't win the AEW ones. So, well, and, and the big thing that came out is they said that look, we might take some time off from the big companies right. and just kill some independents. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they've been smart with their money, I'm sure they're going to drag in a premium for independent shows. But if they've been smart with their money and want to pick and choose where they work once or twice a month for independence for top dollar. Good for them. Yep. Nope. I don't have a whole lot of time here, so I'm just going to take my shot. FTR, if you ever want to uh, wrestle in Indiana, I know a little place in Warsaw called the CCAC <laughs> for the uh, Functified Wrestling Federation. Hit us up. We'll, we'll book you. Especially Only- for a show in June 18th. Yes. That'll be uh- in Rochester. I want to see Paul take a big rig. You know what? I would take the big rig. And Just to see, say I, I did I want to see him take some chops. Some chops from from, from from Dax. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The chops last year from the old FTW champ were a little weak. Cost me 20 bucks. I, I want him to lay them in like he did to Danielson last week. When FWF. We F- not FTW. FTWF. Jeez. Getting it confused. <laughs> I wish it was the FTWGs. 
Yeah, where is that guy? Where's Hook? We never see him on TV anymore. Um, he yeah, got a girlfriend. Who's Hook? He got a girlfriend, and Taz is pissed. That takes that takes precedence. So. Hook uh, who? Our, our, ROH Championship. Jericho, Claudio. If Claudio loses, he has to become part of the JAS. I went Claudio with one. I don't see him joining the JAS. If it was closer to the end of his contract, maybe, but I think he's still got enough time left on there. And again, he's one of those that they could move from AEW to strictly be on ROH. And as part of the JAS, he can't do that. Yeah, he, he still he just joined a forbidden doors. He's got a while on his contract. Eight, what, two years, two or three years is what mm-hmm. he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went with Jericho for three. I got three left, right? No, you did use the three on the on. Um, what do I got? I'm trying to figure that out here. Um, I think you've got four, and yeah, I thought three, but I think you're right, Paul. Yeah, because I. It's four. Yeah, you got four. All right, Jericho for four. I got Jericho for three because earlier today, I'm like, there's no way that Claudio's joining the JS. Then I'm like, oh, this could be total old school wrestling booking. They have Jericho win, Claudio joins the JS for like a couple weeks and then gets out of that somehow. And I think if they really have a deal or close to a deal, Jericho's a good person to launch your company just like he was with. AW. So I don't know. I, this could be a landslide victory for Paul. So <laughs> it could be. I don't. I know. No. No. Tanner quit being so generous. Could be. If this somehow ends up being uh, the belt coming back to Fulton County, uh, Tanner, you don't get a rematch in March. It'll be Shep and I. Fair enough. Hey, well, I get a rematch. In January at Wrestle Kingdom. I'll give you that rematch if I win. Ooh. Yep. Mm. I'm in. All right. God, I've got to start watching New Japan big time. <laughs> Staying up late. Well, I think I think they're still predicting Wrestle Kingdom being a two-day show, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna have somewhere around 16 matches, probably. All right, you know what? I win. It's a triple threat. All right. That could get that could get ridiculous, but I'm in. <laughs> We're gonna have to just not even do anything AEW when we do the predictions for Wrestle Kingdom and just but solely I, focus on. I that. feel like there's gonna be a ton of AEW talent on the show. It should be. There oh should yeah. Be. Oh yeah. yeah. It should be. So. All right, Paul. Wrap us up. We're we're already almost to an hour and a half. So. All right. Yeah. Be sure to uh, follow the kicking out podcast on all social media. And while you're at our social media, check out the links to our uh, merchandise store. That way you can uh, buy some merchandise and we got it. We got a URL now. Yes, we do. And what is that? Kicking out, kicking out shop.com. There you go. Kicking out shop.com. No no more having to go click links. You can just. All right. All right. Kicking out shop.com. Get all of your uh, KOP merchandise. Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. Be sure to like the Kicking Out podcast on all social media. And be sure to use, uh, well, our 25% discount there. 
since I'm no longer in the image. Thanks. Totally threw me off on what I was saying, too. Be sure to like the Kicking Out podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts at. And if it happens to be Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating. Because like FTR, we are the five-star OP. Be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92 which you can't see anymore because he changed the banners. There we go. Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27 Be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921 And with that, for Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>